0: Welcome to Cartridge Command, your weekly retro gaming podcast, where we discuss and review the classic and not-so-classic games of the 8- and 16-bit era. I'm Nick. And I'm
1: Eric. And this week's game is Fazanadoo Part 2, for the NES.
0: welcome back to our coverage of fazanadu hope you enjoyed the last episode where we talked about the gameplay mechanics and uh a little bit of the levels the very first one perhaps Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Uh, this week we're going to start things off with uh well some manual talk This game has a lot going on in it, Nick. What's going on with this manual? Yes, so this game does have a lot going
1: on and a pretty solid manual, I think, uh, all things considered. It's 27 pages. It's black and white with some art and screenshots in
0: there as well. Okay. Now, does it do a good job of explaining, like, the different magics or anything like that? Does it go into detail on any differences between armors or anything? Kind of.
1: It's, It's mostly just comparing their relative usefulness you know where it's like reduces damage by this much or
0: okay but it does tell you like all the different ones that are out there
1: yeah it's a pretty cool equipment section actually you know all the spells shields swords you get little
0: oh man that's i would have ate ate that up on the drive home
1: drawings of yeah yeah P- pretty good stuff you know talks about the story which is a pretty weird but you know establishing your hometown, the Elf Town of Aeolus, it's in trouble. Fall from grace because these meteorites have been hitting, and uh, man,
0: meteorites always causing trouble and incra- making <laughs> zombies. Yeah, turning lands evil,
1: and it's caused crazed monsters to run amok, and everyone lives in fear. And there's the evil one that lives in the evil place, and you gotta defeat him. All right, and uh, re- restore the world. And it does have a, a cool little picture that kind of serves as a. Ghosts and Goblins style like game map kind of where it shows the tree and then like the different towns moving up and then out on the branches and then kind of down to a cliff where the final
0: All right, that's area, cool.
1: the fortress of Zenus, is.
0: So the evil place. So, I, you know, I like that. Now, this game does have a password system. Was there any place to write down your password?
1: No, there's no memo in this in this book, mm-hmm. uh, unfortunately. But it does a great job of you know, your controls aren't that complex and it does... Tell you how to use a password, runs through all the different types of buildings you'll go through, as well as all your magic items.
0: Oh, okay. Well, that's pretty awesome. And
1: equipment. And you know, much like the weapons and stuff, it's you get a picture of the icon in the game and then a a drawn picture of it. So
0: that's my favorite.
1: Pretty cool. I
0: would have ate this manual up then.
1: Yeah, and, and there's a couple artwork at the end that's at least from the scans I could find. It's hard to tell, but it looks like it could be my boy Shuji Imai. Some really oh. good, like, artwork of, like, an adventurer drinking a potion or whatnot.
0: All right. Sounds pretty awesome, actually.
1: So, yeah, I mean, it's a pretty solid manual.
0: So, Nick, what was your personal history with Fazanadu?
1: Well, this was a, a game that Nintendo Power sold to me pretty early on. It was it checked all the boxes of stuff I liked. So I, I rented it several times and was never able to beat it as a child. But many years later, I did. And most recently before this was uh, during the lockdown, one of the mini games. I was like, I'm beating this game.
0: Now you didn't own this game?
1: I did not as a, as a child. I do now. But
0: gotcha. Oh, okay. I remember seeing it in Nintendo Power. But I feel like the RPG elements of it kind of turned me off a little bit.
1: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm.
0: And the cover of the box did you no favors at the rental store.
1: Yeah, it was a very, you know, where it's got like the crest. It, it was kind of going for a Zelda-ish thing, I, I believe.
0: Yeah. Uh, so I don't even think I ever rented this game. Okay. And uh, never played it. All right on. So, Nick, what was your more recent experience here with Fex Xanadu or Fazanadu? <laughs> uh, well, uh, sir, I beat this game probably two, maybe three sessions. I beat it as well, and a few more sessions than you, because I, there was a lot more moving around and backtracking on my part. <laughs> I want to say I played it probably like four or five times. Right on. About an hour, hour and a half each time.
1: Yeah, yeah. And, and like I mentioned, I, I, I beat this game like eight months ago, pretty recently, so it's still kind of fresh in there, so I was I was able to...
0: I wasn't really using a, a walkthrough very much, so I probably... You could probably beat this game, I don't know. If you had a walkthrough, I'd say two hours, maybe.
1: Yeah, if you if you know what you're doing. You know, if you know where to go, and and you don't have to, and if you, you know, know how many
0: to, keys to take. That's the real key factor.
1: Yes, yes, the key factor indeed. Yes, yes.
0: But you know, I did cheat. I used uh, save states. No rewind feature, sadly, for this one. Oh, but, okay, uh, okay. You know, while useful, not incredibly necessary. No, no, it's
1: it's a pretty forgiving game. Like dying sucks, but they you have a lot of items and options to keep yourself going, and since. The bosses are easy. I don't know. know, ah, Wow, wow, woo, indeed. (laughs) Wow, wow, woo. It's very manageable. That's what I was trying to say. (laughs) Gotcha. Before I melted down.
0: (laughs) You turned into an old cartoon character. I am. (laughs) (laughs) I thought maybe you'd walked off the uh, edge of a cliff or fallen down a hole. (laughs) Verbally, yes. (laughs) All right, folks. This is it. We're getting back into our level by level walkthrough of this game, and we left you off last episode at the end of the first level, fighting the first boss.
1: Yeah, well, actually, we got we just stopped right at Four Paw. Yes, which is just a short journey from the Tower of Trunk.
0: And Four Paw is a pretty cool town.
1: Yeah, got key shop here. Uh, it does have the equipment, you know, store where you can get your long sword and studded mail and a small shield here. So. As well as wing boots, all of which you're going to want eventually.
0: Yeah, they are more useful than you'd think. There's a couple areas where you have to use them to get secrets or major shortcuts.
1: And spoiler, it is required at this point because you kind of learn about your quest to get these three fountains flowing again.
0: Yeah, and you're going to be coming back to Four Paw for, for a while. It's kind of your base of operations for the next you know, couple little adventures. Yeah, yeah. I think the other big thing to note is this is where I think the new key comes into play, the the Q key.
1: Uh the queen key. There's yes. a Joker key here too, I think, because you need that. Or maybe do you have to find that?
0: No, you're you're given that. Mm. But you can buy buy more queen keys, which you'll need a bunch of. I wish I could tell you how many. I had no clue. But once you have all your equipment and everything, you can leave four paw and you are out on like a the the side of the tree, kind of a cliff area. You can go up or down. Yeah, yeah. But for now, you want to go up. That's right. There's a the little flying ghost that gives you bread. There's a couple of those. And actually, apparently uh, there's a 25% chance an ointment will appear on that very screen you start on when you leave the town once you kill those three ghosts. Oh, nice. Not really needed, though, because, you know, on your way to the next area, which is a door on the top area, you're just going to fight some of those uh, puffy guys that shoot fireballs. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And you can kind of rush them. They're pretty easy to take care of. Yeah. And you need to use one of those J keys to get into the Tower of Fortress. What a confusingly named place.
1: <laughs> yep, it's one of the many, yes. Another, I, I really like the backgrounds in here. What color are they? You might, uh, <laughs> well, they're bright brown. No, they, I mean, gotcha. they're brown, but not not bright, but another cool, old, musty-looking tower.
0: Yeah, and, you know, this tower does have a couple new enemies in it that you're going to have to deal with here. You've got those jumping guys. I think we talked about them. You got the the guys with the weird face, the puffy guys, the mushroom man. Bees are back. Bees are back. Uh, But there's only, you know, the new enemy is this uh, snake creature.
1: Oh, yeah. It's kind of a a boss thing. It's a strange looking, like, I I don't even know how to describe it. Like, it's a big white. It's like a cobra. Yeah, kind of. Like a cobra. Uh, Yeah, it's got a big, wide, like, head, or almost like a snake. With it's a really bulbous, squat. Yeah, yeah. And you have to jump and hit it in the head. It's big and freaky looking, but not too tough.
0: No, in fact, it's really easy. In fact, uh, when you encounter it here, there's a ledge to stand on at head level.
1: Yeah, and you just to stand just beat there. it up. <laughs> Good spot so it, to get some gold.
0: Indeed. What you need to do is get an elixir and give it to this uh, old man in the top right corner of the map. That's right. There are free elixirs in the top middle portion of the map they're guarded by another boss character
1: yeah it's a strange like i don't know like lizard man or maybe a skeletal dragon man like operating some machine or lizard
0: something? or frog man and yeah he's operating a machine that drops boulders on the ceiling from the ceiling yeah pretty crazy and he's at the top so you have to run across the bottom there's no way to attack him until you leave the screen and come back on his level yeah and even then you attack the machine not him
1: yeah but you defeat him, you get some wing boots. That elixirs right there. And This is a spot you can try to stock up on those, depending on what your equipment inventory situation is.
0: Yeah, I didn't realize that at this point, and I filled up because you really elixirs are super important. Yeah, I yeah. wish I would have gotten more of them.
1: But you get this one and give it to that old guru up there,
0: and he turns the fountain back on.
1: That's right. There's well,
0: also another guru. In a room in this castle,
1: yeah, which is something you don't want to necessarily forget.
0: Yeah, you don't need you don't need to visit him now. If you do, he still will uh, raise your level, I think.
1: Yeah, and it takes but, a uh, what's it a j a jack key to get in. It's like a, a door inside the tower,
0: right? But otherwise, you just want to uh, have that old man activate the
1: fountain. Fountain, yeah. Oh, and I should say it's a joker. You need the joker key to get into this final room,
0: and then you need to go find the tower in the sky.
1: Or the fountain? Or?
0: The spring in the sky. Fountain, tower. You know, these words are all <laughs> all very flexible in this realm. There's a wheel in the sky. I heard it keeps turning. Definitely. We got to keep it going. Uh, so now you need to restock if you need to. Mm-hmm. Heal up and make your way down from that central point we talked about earlier.
1: Yeah, there's another... It, it's a small area where you can kind of, you know, if you want to, there's enemies to fight. There's a couple of spots where you could pick up a red potion if you if it spawns to the right. But really, it's all about you walk away to an open area where the, it's a, a just a blue sky behind you, no tree, and then use a pair of wing boots that you either bought or stole from the treasure and or <laughs> from the tower, and then fly upwards to a landing.
0: And all that's up here is an old man. Yeah, and... Yeah. a kind of a silly old man. You wake him up, I think. Is that what the deal is?
1: Yeah, you just talk to him and that's it.
0: <laughs> yeah, he falls asleep, like, I think, half through your conversation. You wake him up again, and then he turns that fountain back on. Now you have two of the three reactivated.
1: Yes, and he tells you, if you talk to him again, he'll let you know that you should go see that guru we, we saw in the Tower of Fortress. Yeah. So if you wasted a key there earlier, <laughs> you're going to have to make sure you have the appropriate keyage.
0: I don't think you need a key to get in that room. You just need another joker key or a jack key to get in the, mm. the tower itself.
1: Right, right. Because you get in there and then and then that guru will give you the joker key.
0: Yes, after you've activated the other two springs. That's now right. The joker key activates a room you've passed on the way to the sky, spring sky. Mm-hmm. It's down there on the floor before the big open area.
1: Which is a small room where you're confronted with a, a boss, another one of those flying dragon demon guys
0: hmm If you have uh, def- the death spell, oh, it's very easy.
1: Easy street. Well, the, the guy gives you the ruby ring, which is the closest thing to a useful ring you'll get, which lets you move the rock. There's the fountain up by, it's outside the Tower of Fortress if you go beyond it. That's right. Yeah, the, so.
0: The fountain was reactivated, but now there's it's bouncing a rock in the air, and blocking you.
1: So you uh, remove that, and then you can move beyond to the next area. The road to Mascon. Another strange name.
0: And on your way there, you are now in this like smoky, fog-filled area.
1: Yeah, this is a, a different feeling area. That's pretty cool.
0: It is definitely a little bit different. Sadly, I think there's only one new enemy here, and that is this flying snake. Sounds deadly, but it's not.
1: Yeah, they kind of float in a vertical spot. They're pretty easy, and I think they drop bread, If but they're yes. hard to collect because it'll usually drop off a, a, a pit.
0: Yeah, the key is... is if you can knock it back over some land, that's mm-hmm. your only way of collecting that bread. Yeah, yeah. Now, on the top left section of this area is a optional tower you can go into. Yeah, It drove me insane. I did not understand what was happening. I thought it was the path I was supposed to be on. And it is horribly deadly. You may know it you're was... in a dangerous room because it is a, a red tower. It's sometimes called the potion tower because there's an infinite supply of potions in the top left corner of it.
1: Yes, which you can collect if you want, but it's not worth it. There's some new and tough enemies in here. Oh, I know
0: it's not worth it. I was I fought through <laughs> this thing for like half an hour because, yes, there is one new enemy in here in particular that is the worst enemy in the game. Oh. I don't remember what it's called. It looks like kind of a Pied Piper kind of dude. Or a satyr. A Sugata.
1: Oh, okay.
0: And it bangs a drum, and every time it hits that drum, no matter where you are on the screen, you take damage.
1: Yeah, those are going to be public enemy number one in this area this was the about the farthest i ever got as a kid was this misty area and and that was just a it was a too much for me i was so angry
0: <laughs> I, <laughs> I, I didn't even understand what was attacking me for the longest time i was like i'm just is this room poison what's happening like
1: sometimes for yeah yeah
0: and you know the backgrounds of this game while good are a little muddled so i didn't understand there was a different exit out of this area i thought this was the exit
1: yeah because the the entrance to Mascon is kind of to the right and down from where this tower is so it, it, it's not it's just a hole in the wall behind like a pillar and you might not even realize it
0: yeah but you know if you can make your way across this room uh, to the top left there is an infinite supply of red potions so that's kind of cool yeah. Uh, yeah but you know I would say save yourself the trouble and just never go in
1: here I agree yes and and in Mascon uh, we've got a, a new equipment store so you can get the large shield and the thunder magic here.
0: Yeah, Uh, more red potions, another Matic, for some unknown reasons. Both the J and Q keys are there, so, you know, pretty standard stuff. Uh, Once you leave Mascon, you're on your way to the next tower, the Tower of Suffer. You're going to need a bunch of Queen keys here.
1: Yeah, yeah. And there's a couple optional buildings along the way. There's a shop. Yeah, there's a a tool shop.
0: And it has the death spell, hourglasses for sale, elixirs, and red potions.
1: Yeah, and this, like, misty red area. This is one of the least brown areas, actually. Get it's more purpley
0: yeah, yeah. and lots of red.
1: And we're fighting these, like, I always refer to them as goblins, but they're like a kind of squat, yellow-armored creature. It has a shield and a sword that can swing at you, and they can be... A, For a- some reason, they're
0: called Sir Gawain. Sir Gawain? The Green Knight? Yeah. All right. Pretty well, strange. Yeah, you take him down and... Uh, and there's these little, like, uh, Oni-style ghosts that fly around, but they're real slow and easy to kill. Yeah. I love them. They're very nice. <laughs> Along the
1: way, there's a guru, and he, it's in a, a building that has three doors, and two of
0: them are just overrun by monsters. Pretty cool. <laughs> oh, what's well, not cool is that whenever you are in a indoor area with monsters, just like indoor in a town, you can't use your weapons. You are
1: unarmed, yes. your sword is of sheathed, so you just get the heck out of there or blast you them. You can magic, magic them.
0: But, yeah, either way, not worth it. That's right. Uh, but eventually, if you keep going to the right, you will make it to the tower of suffer and, and uh you know what the red theme continues this place is very red and evil looking with its weird kind of like runish backgrounds mm-hmm, mm-hmm. i thought I, I knew i was in for some trouble when i got here
1: yeah this now, is... apparently you don't even have to go into this tower and you probably shouldn't it's it does have a new enemy this tall walker kind of thing that has a flat top to its head there was
0: one in the last area oh i'm sorry in the potion area
1: right and you can jump on top of them
0: and ride them oh what you can I, th- I think so. Did I just make that up? Okay. I don't know, because I just attack them all. But they're very easy to fight. You have to hit them in the head, but they're very slow, and they bounce away all very far once you hit them. Yeah, yeah. Now, the only thing in the Tower of Suffer of Note is that pendant, which, as we know, is bad for you. So don't get it.
1: Yep, don't need to go in here.
0: I said you want to pass the tower up and go north all the way to the town of Victim.
1: Yeah, Victim.
0: And now Victim has Full Plate and the King Key now.
1: Yeah, so you're getting up there.
0: yeah. Also, that full plate's uh, 5000 so if you haven't been farming for gold, it can be a little expensive. Oh, yeah, but worth every penny. And king keys are also 1500 so that can start draining you real fast here, too. Indeed, indeed. And I think you need at least two or three for the next area or two.
1: I think you're right, yeah.
0: So, of course, you're going to get your meat, you're going to resupply, talk to that guru, make sure you have your new rank, and then leave on your path to the Tower of Mist... And the mist is not just in the tower. It is all throughout this next area you're in as well.
1: Oh, yeah. And here, uh, straight outside of, to the right of victim,
0: you'll fight those squids. They appear. The flying squids. The f- I love them. And the tentacles are here.
1: Yeah. So, And you kind of have a, a choice here where you can go up or Hold down. On.
0: You didn't mention the best part about the squids and the giant tentacles. Oh. They both drop bread, and the bread is worth a ton of health. Yeah. You need those carbs. And so this is the
1: part where... You can get the, if you want, I don't think you, you can do this now or later. You can get the ace key Mm -hmm. and then use it to get the black onyx.
0: Yes. There's also an optional tower that has nothing in it, but wing boots maybe or something.
1: Yeah. Not cool.
0: (laughs) Not cool at all.
1: But beyond those all is there, isn't this where you find the guy who teaches you fire also?
0: Yeah. Yeah. That's 3000 golds. Yeah, so you may need
1: to be killing a lot of these foes while watching out for those thunder spell people.
0: Oh, yeah, because they're just roaming this area. What Mm -hmm. a bunch of jerks. The worst. Now, we did forget to mention this, actually, in the last town. And this is something I did read and got to utilize. In the town of Victim, they sell that full plate mail, and I mentioned it was Mm $5,200. If you don't buy it and you go to the bar and talk to the soldier there, he'll give you a free set.
1: Yeah, what a cool guy.
0: Indeed. So just, just decided to throw that out there because, man, that's a huge savings. It is. Don't miss that.
1: Don't miss that.
0: No. But, you know, uh, on your way through the mist, you're going to make your way up to the Tower of Mist.
1: Yeah, this is above and to the left of the entrance to Victim.
0: Yeah. And now this place is chock full of new enemies or some old enemies that are what were bosses and are now just hanging out. That's right. Yeah. I mean, first we've
1: got that mace-wielding... Kind of uh, Jason Mace Mace Windu here comes swinging pretty quick. They're they're a tough enemy if you're not ready for them.
0: Uh, Not only are they fast, these are ones that will knock you back off the screen real fast. I hate them. I hate them a lot. They jump in a kind of a weird arc. So they can definitely be deadly, especially early on when they take like four or five hits. Also in this area. Well, there's that giant skeleton body head thing. (laughs) Yeah, there's a couple of those. And it jumps around, but it jumps over you. And actually, it's like, once you figure it out, it's very easy. It will never hurt you. You just have to jump behind it and hit it.
1: Yeah, your sword usually, especially by this point, you should have at least a long sword. So you'll have a little more reach.
0: Mm-hmm. Now, the flying demons are here. That uh, guy that runs the, the the bomb machine or the brick machines here. And is this the first area that you encounter the what they call wolfmen, which are actually alien skeletons? I think so. And those guys are easy to deal with and worth a ton of gold. So do it. Yeah.
1: Oh, I think, yeah, because you can get an elixir here. Mm -hmm. And I think this is where you get the black onyx here and then take it to that guy to get the ace key, right? I had it backwards.
0: Yeah, you get the black onyx from this guy. And then you take it to the guy who talked to you about the meteorite. You passed him on the way here. Yeah. And he'll give you the ace key.
1: And then you can take that to a door that will take you to the world of branch
0: that's right you are in the branches of the tree and this area is a little hard at first you've got the jumping guys the mace guys the 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 ghosts that give you bread and then out of nowhere this creepy, goofy looking cartoon ghost that pops up out of the ground yeah yeah it looks like he's in the wrong game but i do like him they try to get a little tricky here where they put up like trees and, and roots that block you you walk behind them. Yeah, and this is cool because it's like you're
1: walking inside of these branches.
0: Yeah, and it totally looks like it. It's a good change of pace.
1: And it's like you can... There's kind of a triple split path towards the end where you can... If you have a, an extra king key, there's a little uh, branch segment where you can go to try to find the battle helmet.
0: Yeah, it's well, it's just right there. And one of those those creepy jumping skull uh, bosses, Charon, is a... Apparently, his name.
1: Alright, uh, yes, yeah. So uh, you want to do that as soon as you have a have that key.
0: Now you can't equip it yet, but you definitely need it.
1: Yeah, so you'll be here sooner or later. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But also nearby is the town of Conflate.
0: I think you're conflating that town with another one. Aww. thank you for another confusing town name, Fazanadu. Uh, Fazanadu. Uh, now this place has the giant blade, and you should get it. And if you haven't already gotten it, the magic shield as it's more expensive price. Yes. Uh, Wing boots are here. Red potions. But uh, what is missing from this town, which uh, definitely screwed me over? Key store. No key shop. Yeah. Once again, key management, the secret enemy of of the hero of this game. (laughs) Key haters. Now you've restocked and everything there. You've gotten your battle helm. You're probably going to move on to the third exit of this area on your way to daybreak and you're going to go through some more parts of the the branches yeah but you get to an interesting little split path there's a gap in the floor and if you jump over it and get to the end there's a door that you have to use a key on to get through but if you fall through the gap you can just go through and there's a door that doesn't need a key and they both go to the same place
1: pretty cool we should say too this is a brief screen where there's a lot of green and blue <laughs> and then back to the brown of the branches
0: Yeah, and these are some thicker branches you're in now. And a branching path, even. There's an up and a down path.
1: Yeah, and if you take the down path, and hopefully you're well-equipped, there's some things to find. You can find the magic rod here. Very important to get the magic rod. And you can also fight another skeletal demon face to earn the battle suit.
0: Yep, the magical rod is awesome, because it super uh, increases the power of your magic, as we mentioned. And the battle suit you need along with the helm to activate the sword or some sort of chicanery of those three things.
1: It's combined. the the final three items are all like, you have to have them all to equip themselves kind of, you know what I mean?
0: Mm-hmm. And then you got to make your way back up th- the branches and you'll get to a spot that seems impossible because it is. There's one where you climb up and there's a guy just waiting to kill you. And if you tap up ever so slightly, you can pop up and get him. Yeah. But then above him is another guy that does that. That's way faster. And I have no clue not how to not get hit by it.
1: This is the, the blue sword guys. It's after the blue sword, guys.
0: Oh. Uh, there's a guy that runs back and forth. And there's just, I can't figure out a way to get up and hit him in time.
1: It's just too quick for you.
0: Yeah. So beware. There are plenty of these little uh, ghosts and spiked guys to heal with, though, on your way there. And eventually you will make it to the end of this area, the town of Daybreak.
1: That's right. Where you you do have a key store here. So <laughs> thank goodness.
0: Yes. And your final uh, magic. Yeah. The tilt. Tilty. Tilt. And some expensive red potions, but hey, stock up because they're cheaper than the ones you're going to have in the future.
1: Yeah, that's one thing I I, uh, kind of forgot to mention, but they just keep getting more and more expensive.
0: Yeah. Now, once you get there, though, the guy's like, hey, did you get that magic stick? He calls it not the rod. He calls it something funny. Yeah, yeah. Uh, If he does, he tells you, you need to go talk to the guru and conflate. And I was like, you gotta be kidding me. You gotta. Because you you know what? You still gotta use more keys to get back here. Yes, the key doors don't stay open, unfortunately. Now, so you have to go back to Conflate, talk to the Guru, who will give you the Ring of Dwarf, but only if you have both the battle suit and the battle helmet. The Ring of Dwarf, yes. Once you've done that, you come back to Daybreak, and then you are allowed to leave this town.
1: Yeah, and there's a short little journey to a door that that requires the Ring of Dwarf.
0: Yeah, you could have come here before, but there's nothing you could have done at that door. Now, once you pass through that door, you are no longer in the tree, but now in a castle, a castle of castles. The castle of Dartmoor. Yes. So you're
1: in this uh, area where there's a lot of those kind of chocobo-ish blue bird creatures and those jumping guys. But there are several different like castle segments or towns, houses you can explore
0: Yeah, right off the bat, you're going to find a set of four doors on the very top, and they're all useless, just traps, so don't go there. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Once you fall down like one or two uh, floors is the town, the town of Dartmoor. This is your final town, and where you will be spending insane amounts of money on red potions if you're me. Right, right. But there's nothing left to buy, so it doesn't matter. That's right. They do sell king keys here as well. If you haven't picked it up, the giant blade is here also. Once you have completed all of your tasks in that town, it's time to get to the next area. (laughs) Uh, Of course it is. The Fraternal Castle. (laughs) Castle of Fraternal. Uh, But to get there, you need to go to the bottom right. And there's a couple tricky areas where you have to enter through the top of the screen. Uh, One of them, if you don't, you automatically just walk right into a poison potion. Yeah, yeah. Another one is where you can't jump across, so you just have to, like, you just plan to be on the top portion whenever. Yeah,
1: or else you're just going to have to eat it. Indeed. And the real mission here is to get the Dragon Slayer. And this is an interesting little castle, too, because it does loop horizontally.
0: Yeah. yeah, it's a big loop. It's also blue and gray, which is pretty insane as well.
1: Yeah, a departure. Uh, so it stands out in this game.
0: Yeah, now there are lots of enemies in here. Those walkers are all over the place. There are... The big uh, Charon things. And then there is one enemy that might be new. That thing on the ceiling that just spits out little flying guys. I don't like it. Can you kill that thing?
1: Uh, You can if it's somewhere you can hit it, I think. Usually it's like you got to cast magic, I think.
0: I would just try to run past it.
1: Yeah, same here, Yep.
0: It's not, not worth the extra hits. Now, not only is the Dragon Slayer in this castle, there is one other bonus.
1: Yes, well, you get the Demon's Ring, but don't you need the Dragon Slayer to get it? Oh, maybe
0: you do. Because I feel like, yeah, it's
1: like you go through and there is a door that you will eventually find that has a boss. That now, is there a is
0: also an ointment in here, by the way, too.
1: Yeah, yeah. So You want
0: to run through a bunch of stuff. Milk that. You can get to the boss room from the ointment, but it wears off like the minute combat starts.
1: Just barely, yeah.
0: And this is the first boss of the game that I thought was like a challenge.
1: Yeah, I finally caught up to that death spell.
0: Yeah. And it's and, also awesome looking.
1: Yes, it's a crazy, like, dragon beast. Uh, very it, cool.
0: It looks like one part traditional dragon, one part Cthulhu, one part, like, monitor <laughs> lizard.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah.
0: Or, like, it's like a squat realistic lizard on the bottom half.
1: Yeah, it's uh, one of the cooler enemies in this it's game a, or
0: any. It's a huge sprite, too.
1: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm.
0: Now, its pattern is pretty weak. Yeah. It just flies up, flies down, and shoots... Like five fireballs at you? Something like that, yeah. There is no way I'm jumping over all those fireballs, by the way.
1: No, this better have some potions.
0: And the good news is, uh, as long as you're not getting hit by the dragon itself, those fireballs don't do too much damage if you're just standing there with your shield up. Yeah, so just play it safe and slash it down. So my main tactic was to use all my magic early on, still not dead. And then when he swoop, swoop down, that's when you get one hit on him. Mm-hmm. And then you wait for the fireballs to come at you, jump over the last two, and then hit him again.
1: Can get, get a, a second one in? Yeah, that's solid. Yeah. That, was,
0: that was about it. And then I think I had to use two potions during this, maybe three. That sounds about right. Because if you do bump into him, that's like a third of your life yeah. gone instantly. Big so that's hit. really the hard part. Now, once you uh, kill him, the sword is there. It's yours.
1: Yeah, so you grab that dragon slayer. Now you can equip it, the battle suit, and the battle helmet. You're f- and once you equip up. the
0: sword, the other things are just equipped on you instantly. Yeah. And you look cool. Yeah, you have a helmet now. <laughs> yes. And everything takes a lot less hits to kill. You're way more armored up. It's very nice. You go yeah. talk to that guru to get the, the demon ring, and he tells you that that boss you just fought was the old king. Oh, no. He hid the sword inside himself. I don't want to know how he got it there. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, I guess it corrupted him. What a, what a sad story, but pretty awesome. Indeed it is. And now you're done with this uh, fortress or castle, the Fraternal Castle. And if you're me, you're going to go buy a bunch more red potions.
1: Yeah, you'll need it.
0: It doesn't hurt to have those potions stocked up all the way. Because your next stop is the final fortress of the land, the evil fortress. And it took me a minute to figure out where this was.
1: Yeah, the evil place. Yeah, it's because you do go, you go past a kind of small castle, smaller castle to get to the castle of Fraternal and then... So when you're heading back out now that you have the that ring, you can get through that door to the
0: evil place. Yeah, you were never able to get through the door before. I, I was like, oh, I know where it's at. It's on the left side of the screen. It's not. Instead, that's just like a, a building with two people in it. Yeah. I'm like, Why do you live here?
1: <laughs> right, right.
0: Four people. But yeah, you make your way back down into that door and you are in the final castle, the evil fortress. And the evil fortress is evil in many ways.
1: It absolutely is because, I you know, we didn't come right out and I don't think ever say it, but this is a side scroller, but it's all screen by screen, right? So this is a, a huge castle that is well, like 16 rooms or 15 rooms. Right. And you can, you know, you fall through pits or, or something and you don't die. You just fall down. So it's a weird, tricky element where it doesn't just loop. It like warps you to different. If you fall down, sometimes you'll you'll come out in a bizarre section that doesn't line up.
0: Correct. And boy, did that confused the crap out of me. I yeah. wandered to <laughs> this place so long and I was like, you know what? I saved at the beginning of this. I'm just going to go find a map. And I did.
1: Yeah. And it's way easier.
0: <laughs> and once you have that map in hand, oh, this place is a cakewalk. Now, there yeah. are every enemy you've seen before. Plus all the bosses in this place. So if you go the wrong path, you're going to have to deal with some stuff. But even at their worst, most of these bosses are things you've dealt with very easily.
1: Yeah, it's all old news.
0: What you need to do is find the one room. And if you're looking at a map, it's usually the top left corner of that map mm-hmm. where there is one of those Cheron, the bouncing skull creatures. Yeah. And if you leave that room through the left side, there's a door there. And that door will take you to the boss's chamber.
1: The final boss.
0: And what a boss this is. Uh, Does it have a name? Oh, it's the Uh,
1: evil one. The evil one. And it's a huge, like, skull with two huge skeletal kind of bird legs coming off the bottom.
0: This is the medieval ED-209.
1: Yes, it is. And it's kind of the goofiest looking one of all, I think.
0: It is the worst boss in terms of looks. It is not (laughs) frightening at all. And if you can imagine how goofy a demonic ED-209 that's a giant skull with two chicken legs is, that's what Mm. this is. Yeah, yeah. And... It is not a hard
1: boss at all. No, no. All it does is shoot fireballs at you, which are kind of tough to, they're very large, so they're kind of tough to dodge or jump, but mm-hmm. you can just blast off all your magic right off the tilt spell is kind of aimed perfect to hit him in the head. And then okay. once you run out, I would let him kind of back me into a corner and then just keep jumping, stabbing him. And I was able to just trade punches pretty much. I, had I mean, I potions. ran underneath
0: him a few times.
1: Yeah, that's true. You can do that to get away uh but
0: i use only three of like the seven potions i had in my inventory ready to go and that was it i mean there's no second form there's no change of pace there's no other attacks it literally just walks back and forth shooting these fireballs at you and when you defeat it boom that's it there's no uh explosions or serendipitous whatever you were just walking back to the very first guru you talked to in the town you started out in
1: yeah, you, like the king will tell you, he's like the elves and dwarves will learn to live in peace again, and I, I know you must continue on your journey or whatever.
0: He actually says like something really funny, like you are a restless man, like you can't stay here long, huh? Yeah, <laughs> and then you leave, you wander out of the town, which I don't uh, think we mentioned in the very uh, first episode, but the animation of you walking to the town and away from it is pretty cool.
1: Yeah, and you know, obviously now the tree is like green and everything's pretty now as you leave the water is flowing again the waterfall it's a it's a cool ending and it's kind of like dignified in its restraint
0: (laughs) indeed i did like it it was pretty sweet all around Well, here we are in the final portion of our show, the review portion. And, of course, we used a classic Nintendo Power Review system that has four categories, each category a possible score from 0 to 5, starting with graphics and sound. Which I gave a 3.5. Same here. I think the sprites are great, very unique, very distinct. There's a very cool atmosphere, great music. Uh, My biggest problem is that there's just very little animation. The backgrounds can be a little busy, and they're all so brown. Yeah, I, I don't really... But that, I mean, I still gave it a good score, though. That's, yeah, not, a, that's yeah. not a
1: full detriment. I agree with all your stuff. I just kind of... I like the brownishness. Like, it, it helps... Just gives it its own little flavor.
0: Yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, and I thought... I love those the enemies. They all look super cool. They're all such a unique and goofy-looking or scary-looking creature. Yeah. Next up is Play Control, which I gave a 3.0. I went with a 2.5, but it's not bad. You know, it's a little stiff. Your jump's a little stiff. Your movement's a little... Your sword attack fluid.
1: isn't the best.
0: There's no point in which I was like, man, I love the way this guy feels. Right, but right. To that point, they never asked me to do like crazy jumps over pits.
1: Yeah, it's very good about accounting for your maneuverability and the level design.
0: And the enemy's interaction, I was never at a loss like, oh, I just, I'm not quick enough to hit this guy or can't maneuver. I was able to take care of any enemy I wanted to as long as I knew what they were doing and I knew how to react. So, you know,
1: overall, I thought it was pretty good. It's pretty solid. My biggest gripe is that you can't crouch. I would. Oh, yeah. I would gladly have taken a select button to use my item or a start instead of the down and B combo. I I want that crouch.
0: Agreed. Following that is challenge factor. I went with a 2.5 here. I went with a Uh 2.0. I thought this is more of a confusion factor because. This game has so many built-in ways to keep you moving. Yeah, yeah. There's a potions you can buy, elixirs you can find. If you die, you just start back with money and health. Yep, yep. You don't lose any items. You get a Pass- password.
1: Passwords help a lot, It's and it doesn't demand much of you, especially in boss fights. So it's it's really more about equipment management, and sometimes you could just be like, I don't know where to go. I don't know what, you know, I got to poke around somewhere, but not yeah. that bad.
0: Exactly. Finally, we have theme and fun. I went with a 4.0. As did I. All right. This game is just a real good time. You know, if you have access to a walkthrough or maps or whatever, it's very easy to get through any of the big bottlenecks or challenge points. And there's a lot of just fun platforming and a nice little bit of level progression of your character.
1: Sure. I mean, the gameplay is Pretty straightforward, but that's not always, you know, it's not necessarily a bad thing. But I, I think its its unique setting helps it to set an atmosphere while also kind of excusing certain conventions of, of level design where kind of like how in Castlevania 1, you're like, oh, the castle's crumbling and we're up here and you can tell. And then here it's like, oh, yeah, this is an old rundown civilization built in and around this tree that's vertical. And it just uh, it all adds up in a way that uh, is quite enjoyable and interesting.
0: I agree entirely. So finally, Nick, I ask at the end of every show, should you play this game? I say yes. I agree. In fact, this is one I wish I hadn't slept on. Yeah, good. Uh, Good. I think this is a game that would have been great fun back in the day. I don't know if I would have bought it, but I definitely would have had a good time renting it. Yeah. And uh, definitely one day fun to go back to. It's a nice little two to three hour chunk of time, especially if you have a walkthrough, I say, Hit this thing up. It's totally a, a good playthrough. Agree that. Next week's game will be Dick Tracy for the Nintendo Entertainment System. So grab your fedora, drink a big glass of, well, simply labeled milk. <laughs> And, uh, you know, play along with us.
1: That's right, folks. And have you seen the movie Dick Tracy or Xanadu? Hit us up. Let us know. Either you of know, these are slightly related to video games. Uh, it's, uh, it's an interesting film. And I'd like to hear your thoughts at cartridgecommand at gmail.com.
0: I'm sure we'll get into it much deeper next week. But I loved that movie and haven't mm. watched it in years. So I will be rewatching it before I- next podcast. I want to as well. You totally should. But of course, uh, even if you haven't seen Dick Tracy, we still love to hear from you on uh, Facebook at Cartridge Command, on the Twitterverse at Cart Command. And of course, we go out of our way to say a special thank you to all those awesome, fine, and wonderful folks that give to us at patreon.com slash cartridge command. It is their support that makes this show possible. Yeah, it's super, super awesome. Uh, Without you guys, we wouldn't have the money to pay for our hosting fees, any equipment we need, all of that fun stuff. And, uh, you know, Nick and I have full-time lives other jobs we do this because we love video games we love seeing each other and because we know that people out there are giving us money and respect expect a podcast to help them on their drive home or you know maybe bored doing chores around their house i've got plenty of podcasts that occupy that spot for me Either. i'm glad to be there for everyone else so thank you so much for everyone that does support us indeed and if you don't consider giving a dollar two dollars even three dollars every dollar amount is pretty awesome and we would appreciate it so thank you all so very very much
1: that's right they are they keep the waters flowing to our world tree its leaves are
0: green thank you thank you so much and as always cartridge commandos game on Zen-a-doo. Zen-a-doo. this portion and of course we use the classic nintendo power review system that has five categories each category a possible score oh, i just other that backwards <laughs> the nintendo and of course we use the classic nintendo power review system i just i tell it for how it goes entirely cut it all okay no don't
1: um no it's it's gone
0: it's, oh you did it